I'm just going to start by saying, you know, this is our fourth Southwest Youth Conference, and every year my faith is tested in some way or another in these meetings. And without going into any details about how my faith was tested this year in particular, it was, um, God's always faithful. And seeing what's happened here this week and how all the speakers who came together, how their messages blended, and really, in all the four conferences we've had, this has been my favorite one. And it's challenged me the most. It's encouraged me the most. It's given me the most encouragement of all the conferences we've had. Now, the, the first one has a very special place in my heart as well for those of you who were there at, at Forest Falls back in 2005. But, you know, someone told me last night, you know, that you're going to have a hard time ever topping this weekend. And I said, you know what? God's more powerful than this weekend. And when the latter rains poured out, it's going to be a hundred or a thousand times more powerful than what we've seen this weekend. So don't set the bar too low for God. And don't think that we're not going to see anything ever more powerful than what we saw this weekend. And so I would just challenge you as you go back home, don't set the bar too low for God in your churches or in your homes or anything else. What happened here was clearly the moving of the Holy Spirit. And if God can do great things up here, he can do great things everywhere else as well. So this time, if you have a testimony, I'm going to invite you to come up to the front and speak from this microphone. And we will proceed um, until about um, 8 o'clock or so. So someone who has a testimony, feel free to come up now and, and share how God has touched you this weekend. morning, church family. Morning. Oh, boy. Um, my name is Chris McKenzie. I'm from uh, 31st Street Church in San Diego. And um, just uh, feel privileged to be here. The wonderful speakers, the wonderful messages. And um, I um, was um, <clears throat> very discouraged, um, though, um, on... Um, on Sabbath um, because I bought uh, two groups of uh, um, youth here, a group of um, um, girls and a group of boys. And I'm the chaperone, um, the only chaperone for the boys, uh, five boys. Uh, I don't think never again, but uh, to be the only one, I maybe have a couple of chaperones, even though it's that little boys are tough. Praise God for girls. but. <laughs> So anyway, um, I, I basically came and was very discouraged, and I said, um, because uh, of, of the love of the, um, um, that I see, I seen at, um, at the Claremont Church with uh, Justin and Sean and, and uh, Bob and, and the other youth and how they're on fire for Christ, and the reason why I came is like, man, I want my kids to be like that. And I'm basically a lay member, so I hold no office really um, there, but I just love God and, and, and what, what this, this conference is doing. And, and what happened, though, 
was that um, all of that changed last night, and probably some of you've heard the the, the screaming, the whatever it was. There's a big commotion between our boys and and um, you know using language that's unbeknownst to Christians. And uh, but any result, uh, my my roommate Christopher talk with them and I was looking for the boys I didn't know where they were but what happened was we got down to a person we went over to the girls cabin and everyone kind of spoke and put their heart open and we all everyone in that room cried and we was there for about three hours and just giving of ourselves and if they did not come I know they're going back changed they are going back changed not the same individual that they are um, um, so I share that, and one of the things I shared with them is kind of one of my famous quotes is that, uh, just to, to end with that, is um, it says, we are, what we, we, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. But for the Christian life, it goes, we are what we repeatedly do. Christianity, then, is not an act, but it's a an habit. And that kind of got more ingrained in me this weekend with looking at, you know, just some of the, the speakers that came up and the power and the passion that they have for their work. Praise God for them and continue to pray for them that we will be the final generation that brings God in. Thank you. church family um, I don't like being up here but um, I feel the Lord has impressed me to come up here so um, hold on let me breathe um, this weekend was amazing the speakers were great um, I did not come to this meeting for the right reasons I came to see the old friends that I had met uh, for the SW's YC in 2005, and I wanted to just reunite with them, and you know, I had been on a backsliding path before this, and hearing all the speakers, and hearing just the power that God um, just has and can bring up here through the speakers was just amazing to me, and. It helped me to trust the Lord more. One of my favorite Bible verses is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. So this weekend has just been an amazing experience for me, has um, helped me to trust in the Lord more and not to lean on my own understanding, but the Lord's, you know, and he will direct me. So I just praise the Lord for that, and thank you for... Good morning. Good morning. My name is Hazel. I'm from San Diego Philam Church. And I got to say that this has been a life-changing experience for me. 
And I'm not that same person that walked through the store Friday. And I have to, I have to say also that um, I have a new outlook in life from a different perspective, and that is to look on to Jesus. And I definitely have a lot of change to implement in my life. And um, this has been an awesome experience for me. Spiritually, it's, I've grown so much this past weekend. And I want to thank the Holy Spirit for the leaders of this church, for orchestrating this whole event, and um, the speakers. They're so phenomenal. They, they brought the message on so strong, and um, it really pierced me in the heart, and I'm changed. Thank you. say good morning and happy Sabbath because I feel like it's Sabbath here every single day and it feels so good and also I'm Filipino so I tend to talk a lot so I'll try to shorten it as much as possible so um, I'm so blessed to be here I'm so thankful because Satan has been really really struggled to like not bring me here I wasn't supposed to be here I was actually replaced and I've told people that I was so actually replaced by I was replacing a guy, and I was supposed to be in a guy's cabin. That also, and because of that, um, I wasn't able to see, hear the message on Friday. And I think that's also Satan's work. And I'm so blessed to be here because now that I've realized that God has overcome Satan, and I'm so, so thankful that I have him in my life. And I don't want to talk a lot because I know that I might cry. So I'm like so thankful because I was unprivileged and I, I've never experienced this before. And I'm really blessed. And I, so much for having me here today. From San Diego, San Diego Philam, that was my wife, Hazel, who spoke. Uh, just uh, bow with me for just a minute here. I need some encouragement from the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this morning, I pray and I ask that you be with me in this short testimony that I'm going to give. And whatever comes from my mouth, let it be from your heart, Lord. In Jesus' name I ask all these things. Amen. Well, I'm just going to get straight to the point. I think I've shared this a couple times with uh, some people here that I met that I don't, I'm not good at names, so. But I feel compelled to share it with everybody here. <clears throat> there was a time in my life where I thought I really loved Jesus. I think it was, I can't remember what pastor it was, we talked about the garbage can and the recycling bin. Well, that really stuck my heart because 
that night I went to the room and I, I got on my knees and I was ashamed to say that I loved Jesus because how can we as Christians get on our knees and repent and ask to forgive of our sins and then we turn our backs and, and we're the same person again. So again, I can't remember what pastor was. I remember he said, today is the day we're going to write it in the book. And he says, for those who stand, don't just stand because everybody stands. Stand because it's in your heart and you feel that you want to make a change. So when I stand, I stand with a change. And I told the Lord that, eve, that Saturday evening, I said, forgive me for saying that I loved you. I'm ashamed of it because I felt all I did was put you in the trash can in a recycling bin. And I also told him to forgive me for saying that my children don't belong to me, they belong to you, which they do, don't get me wrong, but I felt I wasn't doing it out of love. So I told the Lord also to forgive me, and I said, Lord, my children belong to you, so use me to be that light to raise them because I know this is your earth and your footstool, and every step that I take belongs to you. So every word that I speak and say to them, please strengthen me and use, and use me so that they could become like Christ, so they can come on to Jesus and have the Christ of mine. I also want to thank uh, Michael Toussaint for being very persistent on my wife and I to come, because I don't want to get into the, the reasons why we're saying no, but there were, there were valuable reasons, and there were good reasons. But I, I, I praise God for using him as an instrument and a tool, because that is also a testimony that he's being used. And I pray for God to continue to strengthen him and all you wonderful laymen that also are part of this organization. And I, I thank all the speakers and everyone here today, and God bless. Amen. My name is Jarvis Howell, and I'm from Bethel Seventh-day Adventist Church, but I haven't been to church for probably five to six months. And um, I had gotten to the point where I had stopped believing that I could come back. And um, I kept hearing Satan say, it's been too long and just give in to me totally. But I thank God that I heard that there is a stronger man, Amen. and that person is Jesus Christ. Amen. And I also thank God that he told me through the minister last night to leave the distractions although they might be good, but what I needed was the word of God. And so um, the scripture that I found uh, was Psalms 51 and verse seven.
purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. I thank God that I can rejoice. joy and I wasn't supposed to come here this weekend and I'm so glad that I came here my best friend is supposed to have a wedding and then she moved it to next month and I was so happy um, <laughs> you know how when you think you're on the right path and then you feel like everything's so great because you're trying to do the right thing and you feel like everything's going the right way and then um, a message comes from a sermon and it just like um, strikes you in the heart and tells you, um, you're trying to do everything yourself in the right way. And that's, that's how I've always, well, I mean, that's how I felt this weekend, because um, there, there was a preacher that kept saying, if, if you say God is your God, then why isn't he Lord of your life? And it just, it made sense, but then in a way I still wasn't going to act on it. Or I thought I was acting on it, but then I realized I wasn't because um, when Pastor Ski was saying, when we pray for something, what do we pray for? And we should pray for the Holy Spirit. And then he asked for everyone to stand to ask for the Holy Spirit. And I realized that I was afraid to ask for the Holy Spirit because I like being in control and I was afraid of what, what might happen, the change that might happen, because I knew that the Spirit is very strong and He can make changes in your lives. And I was afraid that what the, change, the change that would happen was something that I was not ready. But then, this morning, I was going for a walk, and then the song came into my head, um, The Lord is my light, and why should I fear? And I was like, oh God, thank you so much. And so... It's my prayer every day now for the Holy Spirit to come into my life, but also for me not to be afraid for the changes that it's going, that's going to come in my life. Amen. Good, mor good morning. Uh, it's been such a blessing to be here this this weekend at, at the at the SWYC, amen. Amen. And and before I came here, I I do Bible work in a small town in Northern California, and I've been feeling like the, I I I'd, I'd lost my first love. Like I was going through the motions, going through the form of of, of doing knocking on doors, going through the form of call portering and giving Bible studies, preaching even. But I'd, I'd lost that first desire in my heart to, to, to come to God, that first love that it talks about in Revelation. And, and I, I felt this for the past, I don't know, the past few weeks. And, and, and the problem was I didn't know how to fix it. 
I didn't know how to come back to that first experience and, and do the first works, like it says in Revelation. But I, 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 this week, this weekend, through the, through the messages and, and the messages of righteousness by faith, I know that God is able to create in me a, new, a clean heart, a new heart, a, a fresh heart that is not, that's not sinful, that's not just a, a form of religion, but is truly what God desires me to have, a true, vibrant spiritual life. Not because I feel like it, but because God has put it in me by faith, because his word says so. And I, I just thank the Lord for the powerful message from God's word this week, and I praise the Lord for his word, and that you can believe on his word and trust on it in faith. Amen. God will definitely finish his work in this generation with the young people. Uh, I was really impressed. We are supposed to be in another convention this last weekend, Salomone convention, but somehow God changed the whole plan. And my brother-in-law said, come over here. And certainly, uh, last night, I didn't realize, Elder Kate spoke about the captivity. You know, we may live this life, but we do not know we can be under captive of the Satan. Uh, that really intrigued my mind a little bit. Uh, God really is good. And I believe there was a research done in Andrews University is that our young people are leaving the church. Why? You are there now. The young people can reach the young people. We are old now. We have to give our trust to the young people now. And I'm really happy that many young people are here and we see how the emotions and the love and care for each other. And I thank all the speakers, really. Each one brought something that helped us to come close to God. Amen. May God bless each young people because you have a mission to do in this generation. As you can probably tell, I'm not the youngest one here today. <laughs> I'm a third generation Adventist, and I've been blessed by being an Adventist. But when I was young, in your age, this did not happen. This is my second conference here, and I take it back to my church. Last year we had quite a few of us here, but circumstances was we couldn't all be here. But I can see the Lord working in your generation. Keep the faith, my friends. Because Jesus is coming soon, and you can be that generation that brings him. He's waiting for you. And remember 1 Peter 5, 7, when you get discouraged. Cast your fears upon Christ, upon him. Because he cares for you, and he wants to come soon. And thank you for upholding the Lord. Keep the faith.
nice to be here. Thank the Lord. We heard many messages from godly people. And I hope we'll keep in our mind that we came here not to go back as we came. And when we attend church or such meetings, you know, we have to empty everything bad in our life and promise the Lord he is going to help us. Promise, he promised, he promised that he will help us all the way. And I listened to the word that we are either to be slaves of the righteousness of or slaves of Satan. You know, it depends on whom we obey. The Lord wants from each one of us complete, complete obedience. But thank the Lord, his, his power still, uh, his, his promises also not failing will be completed by faith we come to the to the throne of god and ask help we i i uh, yesterday we heard that some people are under the control of satan sometimes but the lord jesus came in order to deliver everybody you see, it depends on we feel the need and we have in mind to keep in mind always to do God's will, you know. And many things come through our eyes, our mind, our talk, our behavior. Just all should be just going the will of, according to the will of God. When we pray the Lord's Prayer and say, let your will be done as in heaven and on earth. His will, the angels obey God fully. So the Lord expects from us to obey him and glorify his name. Now, I, I took these papers, four, five papers. It says about perfection. I remember in Loma Linda, we are from Middle East, you know. I don't know, I hope I'm talking too much of this. <laughs> uh, about perfection. Not only perfection, I am a retired minister from Middle East, <clears throat> from Baghdad. We are here 30 years, and thank the Lord. The Lord blessed us, and we are so happy we came to this country. God is here also. Perfection. Don't forget this word, perfection. Nobody can go to meet the Lord when he comes only if he has in mind day and night, day and night to be perfect. The Lord will help us, you know. And it is not a joke. To be a name Christian is not enough. I remember uh, I was, I have trouble in, uh, with the dentistry, I have the crown, I swallowed it. And a doctor came, lady, 
uh, I talk to them. I try my best to talk with everybody. Just to talk about God, about Christ, about them. What, what are we benefiting from this world? Nothing. Only our relation with the Lord Jesus Christ. Our relationship should be 100%, you know. So uh, I talked to her. She said, she, I'm, I'm a Christian. I said, I'm sorry. It's not enough to be a Christian. Christian, follower of Christ. Do his will. The Lord bless you, dear. And uh, the lady, uh, after I talked with her, you know, uh, came, the doctor came. I was lucky, you know, they put a crown here. I swallowed it, you know. And then the doctor came, and I was surprised. He said, it might be I'll do it or, or not do it. Uh, anyhow, I leave this message with you for me first and every one of you. Be or walk and walk in and behave in life that you are going to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. He is clean, perfect, and without perfection, we have no place in the kingdom of God. I was planning on coming up here a little bit later, but I just decided to follow up my grandpa. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm glad I wasn't expecting him to come up here, but I'm, I'm glad you had an experience to do here. How many of you have had an amazing weekend here? Amen. Amen. Well, just let me, let me pray really quick. Dear Jesus, Lord, I just want to thank you for what you've done, and I just pray that um, the things that I've experienced would be to the glory of your name. Amen. When I came up here this weekend, um, I was really excited because um, this is my first SWYC. I've heard about it, I've heard people go through blessings, um, experience amazing things, but I had never experienced it either. I was out of, out of town or um, I was busy and I, I wasn't able to, and so I was really expecting a lot, and it, it surpassed my expectations. Um, one of the experiences, the, the message that really hit me home the most was the message on Saturday night, and it was talking about the faith of Abraham. And it helped me to look at faith in a brand new way. Um, faith isn't just, you know, going to God in prayer and, and giving things to Him. It's, it's really believing, really believing that He has the power to do what He has promised and that He is faithful and His love will accomplish what He has promised in us. And I woke up um, Sunday morning, um, a little bit later, I decided to miss the morning meeting, which I heard was a blessing from Jay Gallimore. But I had a, a powerful experience on my own, too. I just, I didn't want to ruin my day by not getting enough sleep anymore. So um, I decided to just get up a little bit later and have personal devotion. I was in personal devotion, and I was just praying. And um, I, was, I was asking God to help me to be able to have that faith and to maintain it. And I was pleading with him. I said, Lord, this whole weekend I, I haven't want, been wanting that, um, you know, you get, many of you have probably been to conferences before, and you go and you're inspired, but then you come back and you go back to the same old, same old. And I said, Lord, I do not want that to happen. When I go down the hill, I don't want to be the same person. And um, so I was, I was praying about that, and I said, you know what, I want to claim a promise. And so if you guys turn with me in your Bibles to Ezekiel 
chapter 36. You want me to hold it? Okay. Who knew that my grandpa was a preacher? You know? Okay, Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27. Is everyone there? God says, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. And I decided to claim that promise, and, and I was looking at it, and something impressed me. God is able to do this right here, right now. And I said, God, if you can, and I, and I decided to just claim it right there and expect it. I said, God, if you can make, make Sarah's womb come to life, if you can bring a child from Abraham, you can do the same, you can bring this heart of mine to life. And you can change it so that it doesn't go back. And um, this was different from before because I prayed this before in the, in the past. But, you know, it was kind of just like going to God and you just give him your two bits and then you leave. But I really believe this time. And I have that assurance. I was, um, I was trying to hurry out of devotions to make it to breakfast. And then I was walking along the way and I got this impression. You didn't ask me what you wanted in a new heart. You didn't ask me what you wanted to, me to take away from the old heart. And so I said, Lord, but I need, I need to go to breakfast. <laughs> but but how, many, how many times does God ask you what you want? And so I went over in the bushes, you know, out of view, and I started saying, God, I want this, I want this. I want you to change this. I want you to take away this. And by His Spirit, I have the, the assurance that um, those things are going to be those things are going to be um, um, a reality, and they're going to stay a reality. And um, just in, in closing up, last night was there. There's many things that really hit my heart this weekend, but last night was another thing. And I just uh, and I, I really I really appreciate this weekend because of the decisions that it called me to. It wasn't just the messages, but it was the decisions that I made and, and following through with those. Last night, um, Pastor Skeet was talking about, um, you know, sin in our lives and, and how it has a hold of us. Um, and I stood up. I was convicted, and I stood up to make a decision. And um, I know by faith that God is going to give me victory over it. Um, it's not always easy making ourselves vulnerable. Um, and you know, usually I don't mention specific things, uh, except as it applies, but I thought that this might help somebody here. Um, actually, I just got convicted not to share that, so I won't. But um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that I was blessed, and each of us can take this experience down with us. We just have to have faith. Praise God for this weekend. 
Um, the last time I stood up in front of a lot of people was like seven or eight years ago when I spoke, went down to Mexico and spoke to like 300 people in my own language in Mixteco. So God has done so much for me this weekend. And um, one of the miracles that I want to share with you is um, lately I've, ha I've been having like a really high blood pulse rate. And, you know, I'm a dentist and I'm, we monitor our patients' uh, pulse rates when they come in um, to our cubicles in Loma Linda Dental School. But mine has been around like 80 to 90, and that's really unusual. And I've been praying, well, I had not prayed about it. But what the Lord has done for me is given me a new heart, and He's given me trust, you know, in Him because His Word is true and it's holy. And He's really changed my life. And I've been monitoring my pulse rate over the weekend, and I just measured it, and it was like 66. And it was, that's really good. That's where it should be. <laughs> and, um, but praise God, because even His miracle affects even our, our life, you know, our, our, this body that, that we have. And so that's just an honor and, you know, to, to His glory. All right, guys, thanks. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry. Um, this is another life-changing event. I, it must, uh, this is my second GUAC. Actually, my first GUAC was in Minneapolis. And when I left the place, I kind of have commitment to myself and to my God. I said, first, I want to replace God. I need you to replace my heart. Second, I commit that all religious activities, I commit that I always will be sitting in front because I don't want any distractions between the speaker and myself because it cost me a million bucks or more than that. It cost me my eternal life if I will miss one word that I might not get. Third, when I went there, it's only me and my best friend. And when I reflect on that, it would be unfair if I will not tell this to my friends in church. I'm a youth pastor in Covina. And then I always pray that, Lord, help me to be an influence to bring more young people in this kind of event. And so God helped me on that, and I brought about 20 here. And because it's, this is like, um, I figured it out if you, if, if you're a leader in your church, and you, if, you're, if you're just by yourself, you came here by yourself, if it's your first time, it's good, right? Because at least you have an idea. But if you go to the next JYC, if, if, and if you're only by yourself again, I think something is wrong with your conviction. Right? Can you imagine if you bring at least 50% of your members to the next JYC? And they will be in the same mindset as you. Game over, man. <laughs> Serious. And then, so we plan to we pray again that we probably, our goal is to have a two buses from our place to UIC, this coming event. That's how you rally your youth. You cannot miss something as important as this one. And you know, um, be careful. If, you're, if this is your first time, be very careful. When you go back home and you, if you go to your church and sometimes your, your preacher or 
the speakers um, speak just so-so sermons. This is high level right here. High level sermons, right? Sometimes you lost your interest and then just read your Bible. For me, this is different dosage, you know. When I when first I went to G, or before before I went to GYC last December, when I get back home, your dosage of craving is different, right? Otherwise, if you don't crave in a different level, something is wrong with your conviction again. So I encourage you the way you know you crave more. You know, for me, you you read. You spend more hours in reading the Bible instead of 30 minutes or 20 minutes. You go like an hour or two reading your Bible because your craving increases. Make sense? So this is a chance for you. You know, you might be going to your church, and for those members of your church that never been here and they try to preach in the church, like those sermons, get your Bibles and just increase your your level of your craving for the Word. And I just really appreciate the leadership of this, of this church and also this organization that, you know, you have put something like this. Who among you here were born Seventh-day Adventists? Sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's bad. Right? I'm a third generation Seventh-day Adventist. My grandfather is a layman and my dad is a minister. And sometimes you feel that you're just in the package. Right? Because he is like that and you think you're in the pockets. Let's take this business seriously, guys. Change is beneficial if you make it right now. But change is detrimental if you delay it. If you decide, going up from this mountain up, if you decide, if you decide, you have make decisions a couple of nights or last night and the other night, do it right now. Otherwise, it will be dangerous to your eternal life. May God bless us. See you guys all in heaven. We're going to have one more testimony here and then we will wrap up. So. Hi, everybody. The last time I was here at Pine Springs Ranch was when I was a youth counselor for Pathfinders. And this time I have the privilege of bringing both my kids. This last year I've had a bad, bad child custody issue going on for my daughter. And I'm grateful to God that this weekend she got to go. And I think it's like brought great spirits for both my kids because I know in some of the sermons they were actually understanding what was going on. And they both want, you want to tell them? You love Jesus? I love Jesus. I want she wants to do that. <laughs> but it's been a great, great experience for everybody. And um, I'd like to thank the youth conference because I understand that we, me and my son both came on a scholarship to, in order to come this weekend. So thank you for allowing us to come. It's amazing when we are reminded of how real God is and how he really can change our lives. And it's, it's been inspiring to hear all of the testimonies that have been shared this morning. I know there's a lot more out there of how God has worked on your hearts and on your lives. And that's a testimony that you can share 
with your family and friends when you go back home. So the testimonies don't end now. They continue on um, as we go back home. Why don't we kneel to close with prayer? Father in heaven, we are touched by your power and by your love and how you love each one of us so much that you have made it very clear to us about how to live a life of faith and to be ready for your coming. And we pray that we would be fully surrendered and, and bright lights shining as a witness for you wherever we go. And I just pray that you would be with the decisions that have been made this weekend. May we stay faithful to those by your power. And I thank you so much for the people who have committed their lives to you completely. May that commitment never die out. And we pray that the things that have happened here this weekend will play a part in hastening your soon return. We pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen.